Naughty America. Nobody. 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 Does it better. <laughs> so on today's episode where we talk about porn and mental health, are there what can be the potential positive psychological effects that watching porn can have on a person? Right, so that's one question that I think I haven't been asked in a long time. That if there is any uh, potential positives of watching porn, so of course there are many. To begin with, I would say that as an individual who is not sexually active, there is some certain amount of sexual release that you can get while watching porn, mm-hmm. and even for people who, I mean, people who are asexual, obviously they too have some benefits. by yeah. watching porn because they get to know about a lot of about their sexuality they don't i mean even with asexuals that i have uh, come across personally yeah. they have said that you know even though they don't feel uh, like getting intimate with uh, other individuals they do have some kind of sexual desires that they you know can fulfill by the use of masturbation or even by watching porn or just by any other thing but they don't feel like being involved sexually with some other person so that mm-hmm. is also a place where porn has its positives other oh. than that i think from a point of view of curiosity and learning of course porn plays a huge part i'll tell you why especially considering the scenario that we are in the indian society all right sex is something which is considered a taboo porn is obviously a t- topic of taboo over here mm-hmm. So what yeah. happens is that a porn or sexuality or different kind of genders none of it is spoken about and once somebody starts watching porn there are different genres of porn also so you do have people of different gender people of different sexualities exploring and a lot of content of different kinds out there so a person who's generally watching porn they do come across these things and they tend to understand that this is normal if there was no visual representation of what is there out there about different sexualities or anything they would never tend to learn about these things so that also is a positive mm-hmm. about porn and uh, of course then you get to know like a lot of behaviors which are considered i think sexually for people who are sexually active which are considered a uh, bad or uh, unconventional intentional or not socially acceptable people try to learn from those things that they watch in porn because yes anything is normal till the time there is consent if two people are consensually acting upon something i think it is normal i mean it's not like they're forcing somebody they are not harming somebody so if they attain pleasure out of doing something that is fine if you know they're not harming anybody and of course it's consensual then i don't think there is any problem because something that's normal for me might not be normal for someone else and if something is normal for someone else it might not be normal for me or maybe not pleasurable or satisfying for me so you know i don't think there should be any judgments because sexuality again is something very fluid and yeah i think it should be like that so mm-hmm. porn does have its positives in that sense mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like people over here judge way too much for watching porn. Like, like I even see it like in a lot of my old friends, and I, I'm pretty sure like everyone in general. You, I mean, even I mean you guys. Yeah, like, of course. If you like ask mm-hmm. anyone to watch porn, instantly they're like, "Nay, nay, are you mad? Yeah. No, I don't watch." Or they'll give you that. Uh, they'll give you that smirk. That why are you asking me this question? Yeah. Or something yeah. like 
what am i supposed to say to this do you really want me to answer that some something like that and yeah. very few people like my closest of friends or be it a guy or be it a girl they accept it like after a certain level of comfort that they have with me okay when yes. they are like super super open and chill about everything that is when they'll tell me that okay fine yeah 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 okay fine we watched it i've had mm. people who i know for like years they will still not accept that they have ever come across porn they'll, they'll tell me that no when i was like i've never watched anything sexually explicit whereas even if you just do a simple google search about uh, uh, about researches every single individual who uses the internet has somehow or the other come across explicit uh, you know yeah. videos or porn or mm. somehow or the other okay so yeah. i really find it very funny when people say no humne to kabhi dekha nahi or i have <laughs> never come across it or i have never seen it so i also yeah. don't get that also one more thing about porn watching porn is that you know sometimes what happens is that uh, let's say uh, some person is not in the mood okay like if to if a couple is living together okay or if they are like talking about their sexual health or like their sex life and it gets boring or something like that a lot of couples i mean being a therapist i do get a lot of couples who have issues in their sexual life right mm-hmm. and of course this topic comes up about uh, have you watched porn or is it because of that because many people do go through these things where they are watching something and uh, they want to do that in their real life but they are unable to express that so yeah. once you know you talk to both the partners openly and you get to know about what their wants and desires are because a lot of it comes from what you see right yeah. so and many a times it's positive because they just feel shy of expressing what they really want so when that happens upon a lot of porn you know is about being open and it's very explicit right so that right. Uh, kind of helps them to be open with their partners also and even for people who are not sexually active like i said people who i mean individual who are adolescents let's say 13 14 year olds even they obviously have come across these things so yeah. for them also they tend to know about uh, what sexuality is they don't uh, look at a woman's body and be like oh, this is so weird or this is gross some stuff mm-hmm. like that that is also eliminated i know most of, a lot of people would not agree that kids are watching porn or they should i am not encouraging that but i am saying that a certain level of stigma does go away from a child's brain or from a kid's brain when they do watch something it doesn't seem like something out of the way right uh, because mm-hmm. once they've seen something they are more aware about it they tend to think about it because they are curious they don't have a shut mind about it so they tend to learn a lot and by that you know they do tend to get more open minded and free of judgment yeah. in that right. sense so adya you know how you spoke about how your friends were not okay with telling you that they had watched porn or you know they were not comfortable sharing it with you i also felt the same you know like i experienced the same thing so earlier on of course like when i was probably 15 16 my friends were really shy about like accepting that you know they watch porn it was like they're like no bro what is porn no no we don't watch are you mad they they went from this to like sharing their favorite categories with me so you know i feel like it's really about comfort you know that they share and i feel like even this like okay i understand that you know you you meet someone and then in the first two months it's very like you know weird i'd say to ask them that do they watch porn or not cuz that's a really odd conversation starter but yeah again like i said you know i feel like this whole thing about you know even not being comfortable really comes like from the stigma you know our society has made you know watching porn look like a bad thing and so you know we think that by watching porn and or by accepting that we're watching porn it's it's a wrong thing so we're kind of in conflict over there which is why you know that stigma exists and that's why most of the people don't want to accept it
absolutely yeah. it's yeah. just like instinctive to say no first like when they ask yes, that first i absolutely and i think that's a lot to do with the society and the culture that we live in right because mm-hmm. we are yeah. we never have sex education in our uh, education system ever in fact right. i think not just sex education uh, but anything that has to do with real life we don't have that in our education system be it finances be it basic skills we don't really have that right. so same when it comes to something like sex which is any is considered something of, of a hush hush topic obviously we won't talk about it right so that's what happens and everybody tends to say no like i i don't even know of a person who might not have said no the first time that they were asked that you know do you watch porn so mm-hmm. that is like given i think but also i feel that uh, when we're talking about positive effects now it also acts like a stress buster and uh, even like education wise i think we should totally uh, not look down upon porn because it if you look at it from a good perspective like from a research point of view also it is it will tell you that you know porn is not all bad that is really my opinion it does act like an uh, you know op- making you more tolerant to other people's sexualities also so i i yeah. feel like there are a lot of positives when you talk about porn which is you know blindsided by all its negative effects but right. uh, it somehow you know it's in our subconscious head also i totally believe that uh, watching porn does help an individual broaden their spectrum about mm. towards a lot of things Yep, for yeah. sure. So, uh, how is watching pornographic content linked to pleasure in the brain? Right. So, the basic answer that I would give would be that whenever a person watches porn, we always have this uh, hormone secretion which is dopamine, right? Which all of us yeah. know is a happy hormone. But what yeah. happens is that every time a person uh, watches porn, this is like a reward to them right because you feel happy so it feels like a reward so what happens is that let's say i i would like to tell you this i'll break it up into two things like how is it positive or negative because mm-hmm. when we talk about pleasure center in the brain mostly people think that it's a reward right so it's a good thing that we are doing but it can also lead to other effects so for example uh, let's say i started watching porn today okay and it's been a few months that i've been watching porn uh, let's say 3 or 4 months at regular intervals it could be like a few days in a week or once a week or uh, a few times a month anything of that sort now i go on and i'm watching a certain category okay mm-hmm. and it continues and of course i'm gaining a certain level of pleasure by watching a certain content now after a point because of that pleasure principle of that a dopamine being released in our brain after a certain point it won't give us that same amount of satisfaction right or pleasure or happiness right so the secretion stops now the person or me in this case would start watching something else right mm-hmm. and when that happens we tend to mostly and especially because the porn industry has made the content as such and their websites such that we tend to watch more of risk taking behaviors or something that is not usual Uh, mm-hmm. that let's say us somebody starts with softcore porn for example which is the case in most cases that people start with something very g- general and something which is very normal which you even see in bollywood movies something like that and yeah. it goes on to something which is ex- very very explicit uh, maybe not even acceptable to many people all right yeah. why does that happen is because after watching a certain kind of content they need some kind of change right they can't keep watching the same things and that is when that change happens when it can turn from a very positive thing to a negative thing depending obviously on person to person i'm not saying everybody does this but in most cases which has been noted in many researches this is actually the case that a person tends to watch something very explicit or something that is not acceptable they tend to watch something which is very violent or wherein uh, children 
when women or even men are you know being looked at sexual objects or commodities instead of you know a person which who is a dignified individual so these yeah. things tend to happen so that is when we talk about the change in the brain because of the dopamine being released continuously after a point it does not serve the same amount of pleasure to the brain and to us individually so they tend to watch something else that of course leads to them watching different kinds of genres which are negative and then again when we come back to this it does cause some amount of addiction also a lot of change in perception this again has two aspects to it it's not always all negative it like we have spoken about the positive that totally comes in the picture that a person can be more open about uh, different things and less judgmental and even in the sexual life this can help because they learn to explore different things about their partner about themselves and do a lot of other things in their bedroom also so that is also an add on but if we talk about the negative aspect in this would be that they tend to be more uh, risk taking like they tend to like when we talk about porn addicts the main issue with them is that they don't respect boundaries and they don't you know understand what not being violent is they don't understand uh, the concept of consent also many times so yeah, yeah. that yeah. is where we draw the line Uh, when we talk about the brain thing like the perception changes because we are constantly watching so many things that uh, don't need have the requirement of asking of consent or we are talking about uh, wherein there is a lot of role play which is negative or wherein they show different uh, relationships like let's say uh, we have so many genres like a father daughter or sister brother right so if a uh, let's say a 13 or a 14 year old comes across these things so you know they are too young they don't understand what it means that it's just something that people fantasize about there is a difference between fantasy or fetish and reality what you really do right so okay. it is very hard for a youngster to change that especially when they are so young so their perception and their ideology changes so that is where you know we need to draw the line and understand how to deal with these issues but this is the basic idea when you talk about the brain and how is it linked the perception mm-hmm. part is the main thing which changes and it is also seen in our behavior so yeah, yeah. yeah. so aaj you know we just spoke about how porn is really stigmatized in india and it's also banned right so what are your views on it being stigmatized and how exactly do you think we can rise from the stigma i of course we know that it's stigmatized not just in our society i think in every society it is uh, stigmatized and of course uh, many societies which are you know developed nations i would say they have some amount of content of how to parents or teachers help those students or their children to you know deal with these things however in india i don't think there is any set format or we are even talking about it right now mm-hmm. however every kid including anybody i know has gone through some embarrassing moment when it comes to porn and uh, sexual i think sexuality when it comes to parents like be it the puberty talk when you hit puberty they have this talk with you like your bodies are changing or something like that or if you know uh, they found some explicit link on your uh, laptop or your computer or your phone you know you always tend to have these talks or even some music content i think even i remember when i used to hear avril lavigne you know my uh, relative she said to me that mm-hmm. why is this person so self obsessed why are they always talking about love do youngsters have nothing else to do and you know in that moment i felt so embarrassed like you know i'm hearing some really bad stuff but now when i hear it i understand that they come from a different generation right so they have certain ideologies 
even with a lot of parents in any aspect what they do is they tend to say no to things just because they are scared that their child will end up being a bad kid or they will learn something bad or they'll do bad things they'll have a bad attitude it's everything is negative and they tend to portray themselves as the ideal role model that oh humne to ye kabhi kara nahi hai we have never done this we have never seen this we were such good kids we used to go so far off we used to study that was our only job and what not but i really feel that we should never do that with any child or yeah. any individual yeah. be it an adult because when we talk about stigmas or any issue that a person is going they cannot be the only person going through that you know because every i mean everybody goes through the similar issues it might be different in intensity but similar issues be it friends be it sexuality be it porn that we're talking about right now every embarrassing thing one or the other person that you know has gone through the same thing so you are not alone and that's how we should make other people feel be it a child be it an adult anybody that we're talking about we should not make them feel that oh my god you're the only one and uh, this is such a bad thing that you've done mm-hmm. and when we when it comes to children again don't make them feel bad because then they'll relate it uh, relate anything related to porn or sexual health to something bad or something that they cannot share with you so try to be open have an open conversation about porn let's say with them be it uh, when you're talking to them and educating them about it if you already know that your child or the person that you're dealing with knows a certain amount of something then just try to know where what where do their ideas come from what all do they really know if they know something uh, they believe in something and you know that is wrong instead of forcing them into uh, you know telling them that this is wrong try to uh, listen to their reasons why do they think that it is correct right and try to make them learn instead of forcing it upon them i really believe whenever you say no to somebody they tend to want to indulge in that behavior or that act yeah. so instead of hushing them on you know give them clear answers try to reason it out and uh, where as far as the stigma goes i think uh, stigma only comes when you yourself are feeling uh, conscious about a topic even when we were doing the podcast you know or when i had to choose my topic it was all in my head that should i choose this topic or not right mm-hmm. so it was in my head so stigma comes from the person's brain itself or the person that they're dealing with in this case when you're asking and we're talking about individuals removing the stigma from something uh, be it uh, in the case of parents talking to their children or teachers talking to their children uh, to you know students or when you talk about a friend talking to another friend mm-hmm. or two adults just talking amongst themselves if they remove the stigma from their own head that okay this is bad or this is something that nobody should do and they talk openly i think in a judgment free environment and being present in the moment i think that would totally help there is no need for stigma sex is something that everybody individual is going to indulge in so i don't think that there should be any stigma when you talk about this because again porn is something that every individual will end up seeing so yeah. i i think we should be more open about it and just talk about it more and have more healthy content like especially in terms of kids is what i can tell you because i've dealt with uh, parents who come to me and tell me that their kids are you know too much on the internet they are too much on instagram watching girls and uh, you know you get the point right <laughs> oh, so yeah. so so they are like what am i supposed to do i can't even talk to my kid and they can't even talk to me about the issue so mm-hmm. that is you know i have to assume half the things are on my assumption so yeah. i don't know whether they are talking about masturbation or they are just saying that oh they look at girls and find them pretty because a lot of boys can just you know like find or be obsessed with a girl right just the way girls can yeah. be obsessed with boys or even yeah. have crushes so i don't even know if they're talking about celebrities or real girls or just uh, porn stars on 
Instagram. Like I, I, it, it's so difficult for me to understand what they're even talking about, right? <laughs> so uh, it's 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 very difficult. And then you know I have to sit them down. I tell parents that there is nothing to be ashamed of. Of course, times have changed from the in because of the internet. Of course, at your time you did not have access to that. So maybe it was magazines, comic books, or whatever you could get, right? Or movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, tapes or something that their friend from the US got, and there's this DVD <laughs> or movie where there's a smooth scene. You know, they get so excited. So I was like, yeah. dude. And when people say no to me, na ki no no we, so did not do that. I honestly, I'm telling you, I'm a person who really tells them that okay, you don't have to ask like this with me. It's fine. Even if you haven't, I'll say I'll put my foot down and I say, okay, fine. You haven't, but your kid is. So now what? What are we gonna do about? Are, are we gonna say no to them? That's not gonna work. Especially the times that we live in. It's it's very hard for a child to not be on Insta or not be on Facebook or not come across such content. Even if they're just purely watching something educational, there is a link that's gonna pop up, right? So yeah. someday or the other, the parent has to talk to them about you know being safe. right mm. how to indulge in sexual behavior and be safe right how do you have safe sex then when how do you use a condom stuff like that and how do you approach a girl consent don't force yourself i don't yeah. know what not don't harass a girl these things are normal topics yeah. that parents should talk about instead of just giving them a line that hamare khandan ka naam mat kharab karo right yeah. that is not how it should Definitely. be because yeah. teenage pregnancies are such a common thing in india yet people are not talking about it Hmm. and especially with women they are not talking about it so how are we supposed to raise generation who is conscious and aware it's very tough so yeah i think yeah. stigma comes from our own brain and what we project on the other person so i think once we remove it from our head i think we can openly talk about it because there is enough content on the internet where you can learn about it and so many videos where parents can learn how to talk to their kids and at an early age like even schools nowadays have this good touch bad touch training right so yeah. that is a first step and obviously you're not going to teach good touch bad touch to a fifth a fifth grader right you're going to teach it to a kindergarten student or somebody younger or first grade students not later right at fifth yeah. grade you're going to teach them about puberty yeah. so yeah i think all of this should be a mandate in school also so that we can remove a lot of stigma and go ahead with that so how can watching excessive pornographic content affects one affect one self esteem i think the answer to this is quite obvious i believe because the thing is that when a person starts watching porn they tend to look at perfect people it's that typical social yeah. media effect that is there mm. i think you guys could relate that every yeah. time we look at a picture everybody looks picture perfect so is it in the case of porn uh, let's yeah. say in the early 19s right they had a specific type of girl that they wanted to look at right the next door girl who is approachable who is slender and yeah. skinny with a certain hair type and a certain mm-hmm. kind of makeup and a certain kind of outfit and how she says hello right that's what they showed in porn back in the day in the early 90s then now we have a different type right in 2021 we have a different type now they want somebody who is let's say who has a big butt who has big boobs that's what is considered desirable now yeah. Right? yeah and on instagram every other reel that i see they're always talking about the same thing every other girls looks pretty much the same and yeah. nowadays something good that i have seen is that they have these things where they show the reality right where they're showing flawed hmm. skin so same that is the same concept when we watch yeah. porn or anybody who watches porn they are going to look at women which are considered desirable in the current scenario right Right. and men but that is not how every individual can look we all look different right and we can't look the same 
physically mm. biologically it's not possible everybody is unique right so yeah. that's the same thing so when they watch these things they want to be a certain way so self esteem can really really be hampered and also while watching porn even though it has so many positive effects it also has a flip side to it that people think that this is the only way of having sex okay that yeah. you have to have mm. to have to orgasm every time that you are having sex or you have to make your partner orgasm or in certain cases that oh it's just about my pleasure not about the other person's pleasure mm. or anything like that so these notions also are derived from the content that we watch now uh, self esteem is obviously affected because they show certain body type right even with the size of the penis obviously everybody thinks about that these days yeah. and there are so many conversations about these things that boys get so conscious so obviously even guys who are fine like mentally everything is fine but when it comes to uh, being sexual with someone they are not able to perform and it's not even because they can't it's just because of this mental block that they have that they won't be able to or they are not fit well uh, they don't fit well on the standards that are there mm. put out by i don't know whom the society and even if yeah. their partner is fine they feel like that because there's this mental block in their head they feel that their partner is trying to make them feel okay in bed whereas their partner is just being honest right yeah. so the and i understand of course a person can totally feel like that but it again comes from watching a lot of porn or seeing what visual representation you have of themselves that's why i believe a lot of uh, different uh, people and different body types must be represented in any uh, you know <laughs> virtual space so that people feel included right yeah, so yeah. self esteem is yeah. obviously harmed there and yeah of course and even like sexually like because porn shows so many different things uh, i don't think it has to all be acceptable to you because like i don't know it comes down to the negatives again but to be fair there are a lot of things that uh, i don't think i also find acceptable in like you know if you visit a website and there's a lot of content out there i don't think we can accept every single thing so do what suits uh, a person and how it can fit in that person's life because there is a lot of let's say hardcore porn out there it's not for everybody some people enjoy that even when we talk about different genres of porn let's say bdsm that's not something that everybody likes but everybody can feel ashamed of that like if they don't enjoy that they feel like they're lacking something within themselves because again they're not fitting into society standards so i don't believe that that is something that they should feel if it works for you good if it doesn't everything doesn't have to work for you right so that these are things like that really really harm a person's self esteem because they feel that they cannot fit in the society or the norms put by the society so that is there i feel like a lot of people get very conscious because they think that what what you see in porn is what it what is supposed to happen really like you spoke about you know i feel like they need to understand that the sex in porn is not how very you know very different it's very different from what you actually have and then even like lasting longer is like a thing i mean for for a while now you know yeah. about guys not lasting very long in bed yeah. and they get even conscious about that so yeah. i feel like yeah and- that's what i'm saying like even the size of a woman's breasts or a guy's uh, penis yeah. is like considered to be of a particular size right and yeah. it, it i find it absurd because i think every guy has their own choices and a lot of people argue with me on this also that no of course if a girl has bigger breasts any guy will like her na but if a girl doesn't have that particular size then they won't 
that is obvious yeah. they would always refer that which is not true which is not at all true i believe because just the way a girl can like a short guy more than a taller guy which is the norm it's the yeah. same case with every other thing some guys like a certain skin tone or certain tan or a fair girl it totally depends on what their choices are you can't have assumptions over these things so that is there of course it goes the same when it comes to sex also that anybody can like anything so like you know don't make a fuss about it i believe hmm. yeah also while we on this i also like to discuss that for some reason you know people think that girls can't watch porn like it's mm-hmm. like this very i don't know like whenever i mention it to somebody who's not really aware of stuff you know I, I, when i mention it to them like oh, this watch mm-hmm. porn they're like no no way that's not possible and they just don't believe it and i don't know why they think like you know girls can't masturbate or something they just they just get a little weirded out by it and i don't understand why i think it's probably because in porn videos it's not shown that often like it i don't know if you must i think it's every- just a made up concept because i have heard of that so many times and i think it's a lot of things that girls also given to because so many girls when you ask them they say no right yeah like guys but guys eventually own up to it because they have is the same thing yaar let's like putting the placing the first move like a girl a, a guy would easily ask a girl out but if a girl wants to desperately ask a guy out she won't because socially it's not really that accepted like it's not really yeah. accepted that much and it's not something that we are used to right yeah. same with porn at the end of the day the guy will finally own up the girl might not because she has to you know think about her reputation her image and all mm-hmm. of that so they don't yeah. tend to say yes like i i was telling you right i had a friend who was such a close friend of mine for many years but even when when suddenly after many years this topic even came about and she's a college friend imagine and when this thing came she's like no no i have never ever in my life and we were the entire table was laughing all of us were laughing like are you serious like are you serious you were like over 20 are you serious you've never watched it like you're not even like 16 that you, we could believe you right yeah. and especially with the access to everything like are you serious and she's like yeah yeah i haven't i haven't and she just never admitted to it but finally one day she like came about she's like okay fine i was embarrassed whatever but again this was a circle that she trusted right Yeah. But 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 then we can't even blame girls if they accept it openly because they are shamed for that they are put down for that whereas if a guy mm-hmm. accepts it then it's fine it's considered to be all right I mean obviously people like us who are open minded about these things we are fine with a girl saying it with a guy saying it with anybody saying it no matter the gender right it doesn't matter yeah. to us but certain people attach certain images uh, of women uh, so I mean watching porn or uh, having an orgasm or uh, watching any kind of thing or dressing a certain way it all is linked to their character which is very sad i really believe because a girl who wears a sari is still considered to be more cultural than a girl who wears a skirt or a girl who wears pants so you know i i kind of find it uh, lame but i mean that's how the society goes yeah. so yeah right so are there do you think porn addiction is like a common problem and what kind of people are susceptible to it and could you suggest some ways that one could overcome a porn addiction okay so porn addiction yes it is very common absolutely mm-hmm. and it is just an int- uh, you know an intense interest that some people have and some people even i mean some practitioners even treat it as a medical condition because the person feels compelled to you know continue to watch porn constantly even after they know that it's harming them mentally or physically mm-hmm. see there are many aspects when we talk about porn addiction it's not just one uh, males and females both can be susceptible to addiction of porn but of course uh, males are have a higher percentage in 
you know to being addicted to watching porn of course then this also comes from the hormonal aspect that you know they produce testosterone so their sexual ability the libido is higher right as compared to women so that was the basic uh, concept however when we talk about porn addiction uh, a person can harm them physically uh, harm themselves physically also because it uh, like we spoke about it the negative effects of porn uh, or watching such things it leads to risk taking behavior right so what happens is that their attitudes and behaviors change towards themselves and people so they tend to you know let's say alter their bodies somehow or they get different toys or something you know some sex object and they try to have sexual intercourse with it or be intimate with it somehow so that can really ha- cause harm to their body like bruises or rashes or anything of that sort but they continue to indulge in that because it gives them a certain amount of pleasure like their brain relates it to some kind of pleasure like okay to give you a better example uh, like when we talk about spanking or hitting right Uh, yeah. while having sex it's considered to, like a lot of people will still say oh, what is the pleasure even love wise people like what is the pleasure mm-hmm. isme kya hota hai it doesn't look good what is the point how can some how can you enjoy or find it pleasurable if somebody is biting you but different people different bodies different ideologies so they can find it pleasurable correct same mm-hmm. thing with spanking or uh, you know hitting during sex or bondage during sex some people enjoy it same thing with porn addicts some things that we might not understand it is pleasurable to them in a certain way so they tend to still un- indulge in it now when do we know that a person is addicted it's very tough to say however a person if we talk about self diagnosis if it's affecting you physiologically if it's constant okay if you are not able to focus on work or in any other mental or physical way that it's affecting you and your daily life of course you should know that yes you are addicted because there is some kind of like a lot of your personal relationships or interpersonal relationships get spoiled because you have a certain expectation or when you look at someone you have the same visual images that you had uh, while watching porn or while you're masturbating you have these uh, mental imagery so when yeah. you look at your partner or any other person you have these thoughts constantly you know corrupting your mind at that point mm-hmm. and it's very hard to be focused at something also they constantly have the need to have an orgasm just to feel like they've had a release and feel that uh, they can focus on their work because it's so hard you know constantly they they've been masturbating or indulging in such things that they have to do that at regular intervals if they don't mm-hmm. it's very hard for them to focus right so that is a big big challenge especially if they have to go to work or anywhere so they you know have to take breaks constantly so it's very you know their life gets disrupted a lot because of these things and when it comes to personal relationships also there are certain things that they want from the person and expect from them even if the partner is not comfortable so that is there like these are some basic markers that we have in porn addicts and when we talk about overcoming it it's a long process it's not a one day task yeah. and of course they have to be supported by let's say their partner or their family or their friends if they know about it and if they're all by themselves of course they need more support and more time it can take months or even years it's like any other substance abuse it's something like that even with internet addiction right it takes it can take months weeks years anything there is no set limit to that however uh, they can be prescribed let's say pills depending on why they are addicted let's say if they were very depressed and this was a way to vent it out so you know they are put on antidepressants or something else we give them pure therapy in my case because i work mainly on therapy so we would totally work on therapy and getting to know wh- what the root cause was when it started and mm-hmm. what is the reason etc and then help them overcome it 
so that's how it goes so i had a mm-hmm. question so like depending on severity of course is like porn addiction something that can be managed by oneself or do you like is therapy very strongly mm. recommended as well i think when we are talking about see one thing is i can say that uh, it's the same thing like people use the term ocd or i am depressed very often same which yeah. is because a person is watching porn every day does not mean they have to be an addict now a lot of people mm. will say how is that possible that every day wo dekh raha hai they are not addicted see mm. it's not harming them see when do we say yeah. that a person has an a disorder or an issue when it's affecting their physical uh, well being their mental well being or uh, affecting their daily functioning right mm, yeah but if it's not if they're watch let's say if a guy is single okay a straight guy who's single who's watching porn at let's say thrice a week some people might even say that pornetics also do that yes they do that but is it affecting them in their daily life no so then it's fine is it making them think weird or making them do something violent harming somebody no so then what is the problem they are just uh, they are of age they want to masturbate they are indulging in sexual activity which is healthy for them so there is no issue yeah. there but if yeah. a person is addicted they are having issues they are unable to focus at work they are unable to interact sexually with someone else or even not just sexually they even have a lot of issues expressing themselves or their needs or what they want in bed so these are things that you know and especially for people who are married they want to have extra marital affairs right so that is a problem because it's going to affect their child they affect their partner of course their own relationship what kind of morals yeah. do they have that they are cheating if they are in an open marriage then it's a whole different topic but mm-hmm. people who are committed and in which is the case in most marriages then of course they are going to have a problem so that's when we know that a person is addicted and of course they would need therapy depending on the severity if of mm. course a person like we said if they are actually addicted not diagnosing themselves but if they're really really addicted and it's causing an issue of course they'll have to go to therapy however there are many things that they can do like we have uh, timers and everything for apps right or uh, to yeah. block a certain app they can use those things or else they can have a journal whenever they're feeling the urge to watch something or something that they know is bad see anybody who has any issue they know by themselves what kind of issue they have okay mm-hmm. or what is bad or good for them so if they can make that differentiation they can uh, simply make a journal uh, keep on writing it be it a like proper handwritten journal or a journal on their phone they can mm-hmm. you know vent their feelings out know that this is bad or so have some kind of affirmations around their room or on their phone screen somewhere or the other whichever yeah. way is suitable which is a constant reminder that no i don't have to do this if they have that urge then they can indulge in something else at that point let's yeah. say for some people if they are addicted to smoking they take nicotine patches right so same yeah. as if somebody is addicted to watching porn at that time they can probably divert themselves by indulging in some other activity that they that they like doing it right. could be anything really so yeah those are some things right so that was quite a good episode i honestly really liked it i enjoyed it i feel like because i learned a lot a lot of new things that obviously i did not know that you spoke about out there and i feel like a lot of people listening to this will also learn a lot and i hope that people who you know look at it as a taboo or are very shy to admit that they watch porn i hope their perspective or their view on it changes so thank you adya for being with us yeah thank you for calling me it was a pleasure speaking to you guys and to everyone who's listening clear thank you for listening and i'll see you in the next episode